I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to phone into the program tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. And we're on Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. You can check us out at Aftermath.fm. If you're not getting the whole show in its entirety, we're on the Internet and also TalkStreamLive.com. Links to various radio stations across the country, several, actually, hundreds of them across the country that... uh, air this program we thank the program directors for doing so if you want to listen to the program at a different time or a time that's more suitable for you we have available podcasts of the show that are at aftermath.media all you do is just sign up we have a a ten dollar fee just to get a monthly uh, subscription which you get the shows other shows that are in the network and you get uh, a library uh, where you can go and read up and get documents and we have videos and all kinds of cool things a lot of Stuff where you get a good bang for your buck. We have a $79 a year special that's going on right now through the month of August. And uh, you can sign up for a year's subscription. It's $79. It's a really good bargain. And then, of course, the 139 friends and family bargain for a year where you sign up. You and three other people will be able to utilize your subscription. It helps the show out. And uh, we really do appreciate those who support Ground Zero. I know we're everywhere, but we do have a lot of things that are valuable that we keep in storage so that if anybody comes along and says okay we're going to try and shut down anything we try to say things are getting uh dicey i mean they're getting uh, a lot of things happening you know that are questionable and you know they deserve to be discussed and hopefully we can do so uh in a way that's uh you know where we use a lot of discernment and we don't fall into the trap of turning it into uh, a left-right push or, uh, you know, it's just to keep an objective viewpoint as much as we can with what is happening here. I mean, we, we know what good and bad is and it doesn't, and, and if it has a label on it that you want to follow, then by all means follow it. But labels are for peas. Labels are for beans. That's what my mother used to always say. Labels are for peas. Labels are for beans. And, uh, you know, if you want to be labeled, then fine. I'm going to go along with your you know, ideologies and label your ideologies as one certain way. That's fine. But people, you know, need to have a little air of mystery about themselves. So, you, you know, you can go along and listen and understand and talk. And, you know, looking back at history, we can see that most of history is, well, it's about life that was badly lived. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good things in history that we can learn about. I mean, establishment of this country the, the the revolution all these things that you know have that american spirit behind them that got us to where we are now and of course we can also look at it as life badly lived there because a lot of people died a lot of people sacrificed in order to be where we are today we know that mistakes were made we know that sins are now unforgiven in the cancel culture and one thing we can take from it is that time after time there's a group or even one single man person that thinks that a utopia can be established. Time after time, we have seen inept attempts to create empires, political and imperial cults, monarchies, and now technocratic global plantations. The cunning plans of evil control barons are now evident 
for those watchdogs who know of prophetic overtones about the empire of the Antichrist or the system that is fueled by a vague and nebulous beast. And there are many of us that wish to defend reality against its attractors and identify these crude forms of Marxism or Chinese models of state socialism in which all the horrors of the past are justified by the better society they're inevitably leading us towards. You see, I was force-fed history when I was a kid. I really didn't pay much attention to it until I decided I want to take advanced history because I had an interest in taking advanced history and hopefully getting college credit for history. I failed miserably at it uh, because the teacher I had at the time, there was a guy named J.C. Smith and another guy named Mr. Gad, and they were the history teachers. And they, they seemed to have this you know conspiracy of wanting to get kids to pay attention to history. And I failed every class that they taught, every class. And that failure was going to jeopardize me getting my diploma, my high school diploma. So I asked the principal of the school, I said, how do I get my grades up? He said, you got to negotiate with the teachers. First, you go in and negotiate. What you can't negotiate, you have to make up at night school. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, here I am, not going to get my diploma. And I never thought that I would be that kid that, you know, just basically, you know, didn't care. I mean, I let my senior year go by, but my sophomore and junior year, I, you know, I studied hard and, and I thought I knew everything. But my senior year, I wanted to take some advanced placement classes and I, and I just screwed up. So I went to Mr. Gad and I said to Mr. Gad, what am I going to do? How am I going to get my grades up? How am I going to get these Fs to be something else? And he said, I want you from now until the time you graduate, I want you to write something down and I want you to research history and I want you to go over it and write it down and send me essays every day. You keep writing essays. And he says, as long as you keep writing essays and researching and studying, you're going to go far in your life. And I thought, okay. So I applied myself. I, I wanted to get those Fs changed. And so, yes, every day I'd wake up, I'd sit down and I'd put pen to paper or pencil to paper and I'd write all my thoughts down about certain historic, you know, events from, you know, world history to, you know, uh, American history, social studies, all those things, just kind of like giving my thoughts on these things. And every day I turned in a paper to him. It, it, you know, it was like uh, every day for about two and a half, three weeks. I did that. And so finally he looked at all my papers and he said, yeah, he says, you've improved in two weeks time in doing research and studying and being able to recall all these events in history. So how do you feel about that? And I says, I, I just feel good. I, I'm having a love for history and I'm having a love for writing and doing all these things. He says, well, I hope you learned your lesson. He, he brought my grades up to a B, from an F to a B, and it helped me graduate. And, I, and I've always, since I started my career, I've written something. I've blogged something or I've uh, written in a diary. And so I've looked at history uh, over and over again. It's almost like a science and so we've learned by way of history that things happen for a reason. And sometimes in the moment, it's hard to pick up on historical cues where you can prepare for what is coming through the aid of what is known as cleodynamics. Now, cleodynamics is a big word, but basically it's a science where we can determine the future based on history. And many people don't realize that users like, you know, seers and users like Nostradamus basically used cleodynamics in order to write the future couplets, the stanzas that he wrote, were 
basically looking back at history and trying to formulate opinions about what future would be like. I mean, he could see patterns in time, and he was able to meld complexity theory. And with that, you know, he could see pathways that have been all too familiar in human behavior. But there's one thing that we can all agree that Nostradamus could not even predict, and that is the advancement of artificial intelligence. Now, algorithms and other secret manipulations can change the course of decision-making and maybe even throw out the basic tenets of cleodynamics. I mean, it becomes hard, very hard, very difficult to keep up with all the nuances of effective propaganda and what has been termed meme magic. I have to stress meme magic because people think I'm saying mean magic, but no, it's meme magic. It's, it's where people use memes in order to shape opinion on the Internet. Many people believe that meme magic was responsible for the election of Donald Trump, which I find fascinating. You know, there have been many times in history, just prior to wars and great upheaval, that crowd movement has been all but guaranteed through the use of advanced and very effective psychological operations, psyops. COVID-19 is probably one of the biggest propaganda operations we've seen in history, at least that which is backing it, all the scare tactics. Because the global nature and resources that have been put into it have been overwhelming. Money to get people to move towards getting a vaccine and 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 to uh, take on the responsibility of wearing masks and social distancing. It's partnering crime. It's climate change. And we're now beginning to see that as narratives about COVID-19 are eventually going to fade away, the climate crisis will be front and center and will be just one more arrow in the quiver used for massive grooming and mind control. We're already seeing it now. I mean, here we are. Temperatures 105. We're going to be up to about 110 by mid by the end of the week here in Portland, Oregon. We've hit a heat dome twice. We had horrible weather yesterday. Chicago, Michigan, all these areas, Illinois, Michigan, all these areas. We've had bad weather. They It, it, it took us off the air for about seven minutes. And a lot of people were saying, where's ground zero? Where's... I mean, you, we even had the networks freaking out because we didn't have the show on because apparently we had some sort of cross uh, problem with getting the satellite feed and the and the and the, and the hookups because of the weather problems there, the power going out and all kind. People said violent weather going on in the Midwest, and now we have the hot weather going on here in the Northwest. And, and usually, you know, our temperatures are pretty good. We have temperatures that, you know, sometimes dip into the 80s, maybe 70s, around the summertime. We have a lot of rain here. Not anymore. My wife has a little pool in the backyard, right? This little tiny, uh, it's a little bird pool that she has. And it, it's it's about, oh, I don't know, three or four feet deep. And every year I notice that it's just, it's still full of water. It's always full of water. Never, never changes. Never, you know, never, the water level remains the same all the time because we don't add water to it. We just kept the water that was originally in it, rainwater and everything else. Looking at it today, it's nearly dry. There's nothing in it. And uh, I'm wondering if uh, maybe I should refill it or what have you. But it's still, it's amazing to see just how much of this water has evaporated and how, in the many years we've had it in the backyard, we've never seen the water level dip as low as it has. So, yes, the weather's changing. Things are different. Climate changes, yes. But is it anthropomorphic climate change? Is it anthropogenic? That's the question. Are we responsible for the weather? Are we responsible for our fossil fuels and all these things damaging the, the ecosystem? I don't know. We see. We seem to have been doing fine for a while now, but now it's all doomsday programming. It's all fear-based. It's all fear porn sell you on the idea that we're doomed the eschaton is being marketed to everybody in different ways getting people to be convinced that their world is ending and that a new world is coming 
a new kingdom. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.